Good morning, everyone. Evans, uh, we begin uh, the season of Advent, and uh, for the liturgical cycle, it's our new year. So we celebrate New Year today. So I have my bottle of Aste Spumante at home uh, for later. I suggest you guys celebrate also this new liturgical. This is our New Year's Day. And uh, my friends, and uh, uh, we've you can see this by the change in the environment. The colors have changed. And um, uh, during Advent, we have uh, a purple, but it's more of a blue, uh, which signifies hope. During Lent, it's more reddish, uh, which has more of a penitential. Uh, well, we were waiting for the next Mass. I decided to look up and see exactly what is this color on the color wheel, and it's electric periwinkle. <laughs> And it's expensive. <laughs> but my friends, the, the reason of that, the color of the bluish for Advent is so that it, it, uh, it has a sense of hope about it. Um, so one of the themes of virtue during Advent is hope. And during the Advent season, we should work to increase hope not only in ourselves, but in other people. And St. Paul tells us that hope is not hope when its object is seen. We hope for what we do not see. It comes from Romans chapter 8. And this virtue is not uh, done in blindness, but uh, we look to it uh, with joy and we have a foundation for it. Christian hope looks thus to the future, but with an eye on the past. Our hope for what the Lord will do is based upon what the Lord has done for us. And this is what the first reading was getting at. The prophet Isaiah is speaking on behalf of the people, saying, Lord, now we, we have gotten ourselves into a jam. But you are faithful. Help us now. He recalls times past of God's goodness, and he calls God, will you, will you do the same for us now? And uh, so the message is, what God has done in past, God is doing or God will do. We can trust God. He is always consistent. He is ever faithful. And my friends, that we have a God of surprises, and I think one of the surprises that will come, not that the Lord has abandoned his loving way of dealing with his people, and that's one of the things that the first reading talks about, but that he will surpass in the future what he has already done in the past. All this being said, this first Sunday of Advent calls us to wake up to Christ's coming and beckons us to wait in joyful hope, with joyful expectation of his coming again as Savior on that day when he will right all the wrongs and when he will establish everywhere his kingdom of justice and peace and love, as the scriptures tell us. According to God's promise, we await a new heaven and a new earth in which his righteousness dwells fully, Second Peter chapter 3. And as we look forward then to his second coming in glory, we look back at his first coming among us in the incarnation at Bethlehem, his birth. We acknowledge that in times past God spoke in partial and various ways to our ancestors through the prophets, but in these last days he spoke to us through his Son, the book of Hebrews, chapter 1. My friends, in the fourth Eucharistic prayer uh, that is available to us at Mass, the prayer acknowledges that time and again, 
the Lord offered covenants and through his prophets taught us to look forward, meaning hopefully, to salvation. And this hope proclaimed by the prophets of the Old Testament was based on God's actions by which he had freed them, in their case, from slavery in Egypt, and he made them his people. But God had a bigger plan in which would be fulfilled when his only begotten son would come here as the Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, and he would free us from the slavery of sin and that ultimate thing, death. And thus he would establish for us an everlasting, a new covenant. And God has done not only what we have been hoped for, but he has done more. He has given each one of you life eternal. In Advent, through prayerful contemplation of all that God has done in the past, we receive reason for hope. We receive the grace to sustain that hope and to make it grow into a steadfast and beautiful force that stands shoulder to shoulder with the other great virtues of love and charity and faith. So my friends, then the chief function in the season of Advent is for us to prepare for the Christmas event to recall it, and that preparation is framed in hope. However, to understand Christmas, we must start by looking back at the beginning, and that is what the scriptures will do during Advent. We'll recall salvation history from the beginning. And God's plan of salvation is centered on his Christ, his Messiah, known as Jesus of Nazareth, and it would come and be delivered only through him. So Advent looks back at that first promise of the coming as announced, and then with hope we look forward to the future when the Christ will come back again in his glory. This will be God's plan reaching its absolute fullness. And friends, uh, that uh, idea uh, that comes from the, the gospel, you hear Christ say, watch, stay awake, meaning be active, do something. And uh, he said, this word is for everyone. And uh, my friends, the, uh, what is it you're supposed to be doing? Staying awake and staying active on Amazon, catching those flash deals? You do. So I'm going to tell you, you should use that same passion and drive about living a life of, of discipleship with Jesus. I mean, following him, his ways. The gospel said each one of us had been given a task and a mission in life. We call that a vocation, not an occupation. And for some, it's marriage. And for others, it's religious life. For some, it's parenthood. And for others, it's priesthood. My friends, the Lord has assigned people then to care whether it be your own immediate family and blood or your neighbors or those needy people who are within our community. This is what he desires from us. This is what he says, do this. And my friends, we are urged to live in this way always so that when the Lord comes, he will not catch us sleeping. He will come for each one of us at our human death. That is absolute. But there is a second coming that the scriptures talk about, when he will pass judgment on all people, even the atheists. So my friends, we do not know the hour or the day of that coming. So any time is the wrong time for the unfaithful servant. 
but any time is the right time for the faithful servant that he finds going about loving as he did, walking in his ways. My friends, go about spreading the message of hope now in this season of Advent to everyone that you encounter and meet. And let us be busy about being disciples. Amen?